0: You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today we're going to be talking about, I don't know, remember to take your vitamins. And... Through today, we actually have a guest here, and this guest is a part of a partnership that we have, NASM has, with Vitamin Shop. And I want to talk to you a little bit about the partnership with The Vitamin Shop, but I also want to introduce our guest today so she can provide you a little more information about who she is, her background, and then what she does with Vitamin Shop and why that's important. So welcome. Well, here we have Brittany Michaels today. Hi, Brittany. How are you?
1: Hello. Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Good to have you. Tell us a little bit about who you are, your education, your background, your athletic endeavors, and then we'll get into talking about the uh, the vitamin shop.
1: Absolutely. All the things. Um, I am a registered and licensed dietitian, and um, I pursued that path out of high school, and right. um, I've been practicing since 2009, and I've always had a huge passion for sports nutrition. Um, So over the years, I'm definitely on the endurance side of of athletics, I would say. So um, I ran my first marathon back in 2007 and I started getting into ultra running in 2013. Um, And so I've been running lots of super long races every year since i like absolutely how love long? it <laughs>
0: what are you talking about how long we my talking my
1: longest um is 100k haven't amazing. quite gotten to the 100 miler yet but so 62 six a little over 62 miles
0: oh oh is that all well we need to, <laughs> <laughs> to build your base up a little bit <laughs> exactly
1: right so all right
0: impressive yeah. how does that feel for you um Uh, on so many levels, just when you're done with that. Yes. I want to talk about vitamins, but let's talk about this for a little bit. (laughs) What does this mean for you? Like, how does that work for you in preparation? How does that work for you in recovery? How do you feel when you're done? I'm sure mentally elated, uh, physically exhausted bone and joints and all of those things. What's, what's it like?
1: That's a good question. Um, I would say training is, is always a challenge, right? Um, yeah, you have to get the miles in, and you have to prep. So I'm usually running, you know, several marathons or a shorter ultra to to prep for a longer ultra. So it's a lot on the body, and I've definitely, yeah. you know, with the background of of nutrition and being a dietitian, I have definitely self experimented with probably every sports nutrition supplement you can think of to try to optimize my performance and recovery so that I'm feeling, you know, amazing along the way or not hurting as much. Um,
0: What are some of those things then? Because I know I want to talk to you about what, where these, um, uh, there are different strokes for different folks, right? There are different yeah. supplements that go go on for people who do different things. But, I mean, let's dig into who you are as an athlete and what you do. So what are some of the things that you might uh, supplement with to prepare you for not just, I guess, your race, but it sounds like your training. And this is how it's like anyway. Like training is the hardest part, <laughs> I think, in many instances. It's the the hours, the miles, the impacts that get put in. So what is that process like for you? And then where do your supplements take, uh, uh, take place?
1: Absolutely. So I I do have an obnoxious number of supplements in my cabinet, but I don't, (laughs) I don't take them all every day. I kind of craft my supplement regimen based off of my training load and my stress levels and how I'm sleeping. Um, mm-hmm. and even there's some seasons where I'm simply looking for body comp changes to prep for season. Um, so of course there's the baselines right? Multivitamin, fish oil, probiotics are always, I take those regardless of the season, okay. um, but as training starts amping up, um, I usually will have a really hard time meeting, you know, my increased protein goals. So like protein powder post-workout. Sometimes another shake, you know, at some point throughout the day, um, BCAAs are branching amino acids, um, as well as glutamine, those become yeah. depleted with longer workouts. So I'm definitely including those, um, electrolytes. I sweat oh, sure. so much. Um, and so I definitely, you know, add electrolytes. Magnesium is also another electrolyte that becomes depleted with a lot of sweat or stress or inflammation. And there's estimates that 75% of the nation is deficient and I'll start noticing muscle restlessness or crampiness if I'm not getting enough of that. So I'll definitely include that one. Mm. And there's a product called ZMA that includes magnesium, but it also has zinc, which is also needed for muscle healing and recovery in our immune system. And there's an amino acid called L-theanine in ZMA. And L-theanine when taken in higher doses than what we find in food helps with relaxation. So that's like love it my go-to at nighttime, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> Those are your go-tos, which I love. So talk me through uh, us through the the three things. So once again, I wanna in- reintroduce you. This is Brittany Michaels and she's a registered dietitian. She's an NASM CPT and she is here representing the vitamin shop. So I wanna talk through... The, the three basic ones that you talked about, regardless of season. So you mentioned multis, you mentioned um, the omega-3s and probiotics, I believe. So talk me through like, why are those the staple year round?
1: For sure. So a multivitamin covers all of our baseline antioxidants, B vitamins, minerals, and I wish I could say I, I meet people all the time that cover all of their baseline needs with food alone. But, you know, depending on our schedules, it can be difficult to get all of our food groups in at all the right amounts every day. So many of us have food intolerances or food preferences, or many of us get into a routine of eating the same foods every day. Yeah. And so a multi just covers baseline needs. Um, so I, I kind of like it as like a little insurance, you know that I'm covering everything that I need.
0: So um, is that your answer for when people are like, I think supplements are just really expensive urine, right? is that is that your response? because that was my next question and yeah. it sounded like you answered it
1: <laughs> no, that that is a common question exactly that is why do I see my pee getting darker if I'm getting it into my body? Um right, so. Yeah. Yeah. So a multivitamin is coverage of what we're not getting in the diet. When we do a nutrition consultation and vitamin shop created a nutritionist program, that's all we do all day is provide nutrition consultations to our healthy awards customers. We look through the entire day. So we'll look through what an individual's eating for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, drinking, like everything. And then we assess are they probably getting enough, or do they need a multivitamin for coverage? So I think that's an easier approach versus just saying everybody needs a multivitamin. There are some that are like rocking it with the diet, right, you Don't yeah. need a multi.
0: Okay. Well, but with that being said, yeah, I was gonna say with that being said, I think that there there are probably a lot of holes in, in the diets. Um, where where do you do you ever see people where they're you're like I don't know maybe you need a multi, but you are getting quite a bit of a certain or several different types of minerals or vitamins where maybe a multi fills a lot of holes, but then it may amplify something. Are you ever like, it's, you're getting too much of something.
1: Not usually with a multi, just because they're usually only covering baseline needs. So it's generally very safe along with a healthy diet. Um, but many of us, when we're in more of a stress state or many of our clients have some sort of disease state or they're mm-hmm. going through something internally, right? That requires higher nutrient needs because either the you know, condition themselves are depleting or medications they're taking are either mm-hmm. decreasing absorption um, or competing for absorption with some of those nutrients um, or using them up more, so like, there are I like, like that. he presents with it, like solo supplements, like they're taking yeah. you know separate and a multi. Sometimes I'll say that's not necessary, like that extra one, yeah. Um, unless you know something else is going on that they would need the extra.
0: Got you. All right. Um when it comes to absorption this is something i hear a lot and every every person i talk to that represents any type of vitamin or is an ambassador for any type of vitamin they always say well you never know about the absorption with those other people but with <laughs> us your absorption is excellent can yeah. you just speak to that for a minute like what what are we talking about here with the absorption and can you just create some context around that?
1: Yeah. So every supplement uses, you know, specific forms and there is research that some forms are better absorbed than others are more bioavailable. Um, so I really, especially look at that for like B vitamins. There are inactive okay. B vitamins and active B vitamins, our bodies convert, you know, inactive B vitamins to B vitamins. But some of us have pathways, Mm -hmm. conversion pathways that aren't functioning optimally. And so when we talk about, you know, this versus that, many times it's really just looking at is something in active form? And if it is, it may, you know, improve absorption versus an inactive option. Um, But I say the multi the like B vitamins are usually the ones that we're really like mindful of. Right. When I'm recommending a multivitamin, I'm usually looking for active options since there are so many people with conversion issues.
0: Oh, okay. And, and I'm, I then assume that there are plenty of active options for, for people that they can yeah. get at, at your place.
1: Absolutely. At the vitamin shop.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, now let me ask another question. And this one is, and, and I want to get back into athletics and performance, but I do have another question. And it has to do with expiration dates. So there seem to be expiration dates on everything we get. And, you know, my, I love it because my wife's one of those people. She was like, yogurt doesn't go, it's already old. And I was like, no, no, it's, it's bad. Like it <laughs> does get old. Um, but then we see those things on um, vitamins and minerals. Now, is, is that a process of something that's active becoming inactive? What is it? Why are there expiration dates? I mean, does, does zinc get old because they feel like it's as old as the planet is. So where where is this coming from?
1: There's a couple of different perspectives on that. One, of course, is safety. And so unless there's a supplement that's only that, there's usually other things that can turn or get bad in a supplement. Um, mm. So many times, and it depends, like, depends on what you're measuring, um, like probiotics, for example what is the growth until it's not a good growth, you know, after that Mm. expiration time. Um, And the other thing is that, um, and this is more so for medications, but potency does decrease. um, And specific uh, antioxidants, um, if for some reason they're exposed to air, they can oxidize at some point. So it really depends on the supplement, um, whether it's you know, a powder or a capsule or if it's being exposed to something. Um, but generally the date is best by dates and you can assume that it the potency or the quality will start decreasing after that time.
0: Makes complete sense. Yeah, thank you for, for clarifying <laughs> that. Uh, uh, so one more question, then I'm gonna get into some more uh, talk about athletics mm-hmm. is there is a stomach in the way (laughs) there are acids within the stomach that that are are there before you get into a place where you absorb anything does the stomach especially with things like i don't know prebiotics maybe even probiotics but you know vitamins and minerals too does the the stomach break down and minimize the effect of absorption on anything
1: um I would say that, like you said, there's some things that don't make it through the, the, the stomach acid because it is pretty potent, right? Um, so um, many of our, you know, formulations and technology these days are making sure that we're transporting nutrients, for example, through a capsule or whatever, you know, form it is, mm-hmm. that it can make it through the stomach to the intestinal lining or intestinal walls, um, without breakdown. So many are okay. delaying the breakdown so that you're getting, getting it to where it needs to go. Oh,
0: that's so that's so another smart. thing
1: to, to be mindful <laughs> of is that some companies are really great. Um, we've all gotten better over the years. I remember when I was yeah. little, like we probably weren't getting any, any of the supplement, you know, where it needed to go, but we right. did some amazing, jo- amazing job over the year with those improvements.
0: Okay okay perfect perfect all right so now back to you because you are kind of an archetype that can speak to multiple different things so not only have you done some higher endurance you know marathons and ultras but um crossfit as well you you are and have been a crossfitter so does your regimen changed should should people of different sports be considering taking different types of supplementation based off of the activities they're doing?
1: Absolutely. Um I would say I started, you know, dabbling in other modalities in order just like the supplement regimen, in order to improve performance and recovery. So I started, you know, after the first couple of years, I was like, what can I add from a performance perspective? to improve my race time or improve recovery. And so I started adding more strength cycles. And then I started adding heavy strength cycles. And I started doing, you know, I I was doing all kinds of different things. Um, And over the years, there's been seasons where I do only running and very, you know, just baseline strength. And there's been some seasons where I'm doing heavy, cycles during the week and then just a long run on the weekend and i've done i would say just as well right so yeah, it's all about experimenting yeah. with how the body we're, we're all different and i'm sure you all have noticed this with your clients is that one size doesn't fit all and you might notice one person you know becomes more inflamed with certain activities and another person could take it on, and they could continue going. So, um, I've kind of had that approach with both my, you know, training side and my supplement side is just experimentation and trying to figure out like how does this work for me, and how does it work for my schedule too? Because spending five, six hours running both days of the weekend every weekend for months at a time.
0: Doesn't really work with my
1: lifestyle. I haven't really enjoyed doing that, and so if yeah. I, you know, take more on in a different way, um, or l- last fifty that I did last November, all half of my bike, half of my running miles were bike miles. I was just like, what's the difference if it's just a you know cardio respiratory you know endurance training? Doesn't matter if it's on my legs, and it didn't matter. I wound up pring my my fifty miler. Oh, nice. Um, so there's a lot of options, right. For our clients, um, oh, that's perfect
0: Excellent. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Brittany Michaels of The Vitamin Shop. She's a registered dietitian and an NASM CPT. Uh, thank you for being on here. And at no point am I trying to get a got gotcha you moment, but you start talking and I come up with these things. I'm like, yeah, but what about this? What about this? And you have crushed it. Thank you so much. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit more. Let's talk about hypertrophy because I have an upcoming podcast. that will be discussing hypertrophy. So Talk us through hypertrophy. What kind of supplementation do you find to be vital for people? And does it matter if somebody is a more experienced lifter versus maybe a newer lifter that is interested in building muscle?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I always start with a protein piece. If we're not yeah. meeting our protein goals, we can expect not to see right gains in any mm. way. Um and then when we talk about amino acids
0: which would but, be what though what would be the protein goals then Say that again What are the protein goals so what what should people Good be question. striving for
1: So normally um in um a hypertrophy training I'm usually recommending between 30 and 35% protein of total calories Okay I'll, I usually will figure it out based off of weight as well. Like I do a absolute minimum for the body, which I usually, you know, in clinical terms, since I've come from the hospital and in the whole clinical side of things, I always do things per kilogram. And so I usually say absolute minimum for, um, a client would be 1.2 to 1.5 grams per kilogram. And then the upper end would be that 30 to 35%. Usually the 30% lands within that 1.2 to 1.5 grams per kilogram. Um, But the 35 is usually slightly higher. So I usually give a range and some have a super easy time hitting that. Some really have to focus on making sure they're hitting goal.
0: Yeah, I, I understand that. I remember just being so focused on hypertrophy in college and thinking, my goodness, if I can't come up with another way to eat tuna fish or another way to eat chicken, it was just awful. <laughs> but also, like the shakes were awful at the time, too. I mean, the yes, bars those were have awful gotten better. So expensive. So, yes, I think the supplementation has yes. gotten much more tasty, much more palatable which makes it easier to get yes. that protein in. Is there anything else? What else are we looking at when it comes to hypertrophy?
1: So back to those amino acids, if we cover baseline protein goals, we should have all of our amino acids covered. However, longer exercise we specifically deplete those branch chain amino acids and we deplete glutamine and those are essential for muscle recovery and for gains. And so Generally, the longer the right more intense um, or heavy that you're going, depending on what you're doing, mm-hmm. the more important those amino acid adds would be. Um, most of those are there are some flavored powders that you could do during or after workouts, but there are unflavored that you could just add to your protein powder. Um, okay. And then some do, especially in. A strength cycle will add creatine, and creatine is a compound made from three amino acids. But it aids in increasing muscle performance by promoting a faster regeneration of ATP within our cells, and this can help, of course, oh, our muscles. Now you're
0: talking my language. Yes. I
1: like that. Our, <laughs> our muscles <like> that. <clears throat> need of that um, in order to improve lifting or. There's nice. lots of research out there for all, all kinds of other benefits, but I'd say. All right, that can you speak
0: now just to my personal favorite uh, supplement? Just okay. if you want to speak to, to my favorite supplement. Oh
1: yes. So
0: <laughs>
1: caffeine.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> caffeine is um, one of the most studied, you know, performance boosters. Hmm. Um, out there. And it's probably one of the cheapest too. So many um, will use coffee or some other sort of caffeine, which is why there's pre-workouts out there as a pre-workout. And it can improve performance, but it can also help with, um, it's considered a nootropic, so it can help um, just with mental focus as well. Perfect. Perfect for...
0: That's why I take it (laughs) while we're talking, just so I can keep up. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, Brittany, now let's talk about probably the best part of this whole conversation is the discount that NASM CPTs can get through Vitamin Shop, and then also uh, talk to us a little bit about the affiliate program.
1: Yes. So... I don't know. Did we really cover why we kind of got together on this partnership?
0: No, I don't okay. think we did.
1: So, the partnership, just a quick overview for everybody the partnership between the Vitamin Shop and NASM just made sense. Obviously, you guys are educating the health and wellness space. Um, and so, we decided to offer students and professionals of NASM a discount on the Vitamin Shop supplements. Makes sense, right? Um, And we also wanted to provide the professionals, once you're, you know, through your certs, a way to both offer a discount to their clients and earn commission on each purchase, which of course adds to your income potential, which who doesn't want that, right? Um, So both of those offers can be found on NASM's website by logging into your account and clicking on the Pre discounts button. And then, you know, once you find the discount page, there's a step-by-step, step-by-step instructions um, for signing up. And then on the flip side, NASM has offered all of our vitamin shop healthy, health enthusiasts, um, a discount to get certifications, which is how I happened upon getting my, you know, personal training cert was because I was like, why not? Why not add that to what I already do?
0: That's perfect. I love it. Yeah. So I love that. There's an opportunity to get a discount. We're talking the vitamin shop branded stuff. We're looking at they're offering a 25% discount to the, the NASM CPTs that are out there and then up to 15% on other brands store-wide. When we're looking at the affiliate program, that gives a discount still to your clients. So you as the CPT, Certified Personal Trainers, you get a discount for your clients, but you also get a little kickback as uh, gratitude from the vitamin <laughs> shop to say thank you for for doing that. So your clients save a little money and you get a little kickback uh, d- during the process. So I think it's a nice opportunity if you're taking vitamins and or or if you're not. and you you're gonna do this anyway, then then this is a good opportunity to make a switch and to save a little money but also if you're not looking into vitamins and how that can supplement. And I want to I speak to that a little bit more, right? Like a, uh, one of the best pieces of advice that I ever heard at a conference years ago is a, a poor diet supplemented is still a poor diet, right? So supplements aren't replacing a bad diet. They are supplementing you don't live off of supplements. You supplement with supplements. They're, they're add-ins to help with, if, as, as you mentioned, Brittany, to fill in some of the, the holes within the the dietary guidelines that we're looking at. So if there, there are gaps in the diet, there are dietary holes that need to be filled, then there are supplements that can, like a multi that can fill those gaps or a omega-3 fatty acid, which we are we are notoriously low with our omega-3s, but maybe not so much of the other ones, uh, which might be why you supplement with an omega-3 and not an omega-369 because the sixes and the nines are more easily garnered through general diet that you would participate in. So look, this is about Filling the gaps, taking little pieces to to, as Brittany also mentioned, as an insurance plan, it's something that is an insurance. And we talked about the the expensive urine, but at the same time, there is maybe you don't absorb everything but maybe you don't need to. Maybe just filling in those gaps and retaining the things that you need to have, especially during the performance, especially during recovery, especially during preparation for activity. Those are things that are highly important for us. So fortifying your diet can be very valuable, and it might be something that you want to consider, and this might be a consideration for you, this this brand partnership. So with that said, Brittany... Uh, two things. One, I want to thank you so much for being here. But number two, if you don't mind or you're interested, do you have uh, a means where somebody may have a question for you and they want to ask is there a, uh, or they want to follow you? Do you have uh, a means of sharing if you're interested, your uh, social, your email, <laughs> all that
1: stuff? Yes. So my email is Brittany.Michaels at Vitaminshop.com. So if you have any nutrition questions, or if you're a Healthy Words customer and you want a free nutrition consultation, that's all provided by the Vitamin Shop. So you can email me that way. And then my IG is B-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-S. So B-A Michaels is my IG.
0: Perfect. All right, Brittany, thank you so much for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for sticking around. Remember, go on to the, log into your NASM page, go to the, um, the pro discounts area. You can sign up for the vitamin shop. You make your application if you want to become an affiliate and that way you get the opportunity to get discounts and also for your clients to get discounts through you and you get a little bit of kickback. Thank you for listening Thank you for being a part of this. If you have questions, you can reach out to me at rick.richie at nasm.org, or you can hit me up on IG at dr.rickrichie. Keep inspiring people to fitness. Like, subscribe, share. Thank you. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.